everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 552 titled Exposed. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. And with me, I have my good buddy, Mr. Mark. Hey, everybody, also known as Wingman709. Yes, this is the show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. And real quick, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. But so, Phil and Larry, if you're listening, we, we can be bought. We would love to join <laughs> the Microsoft family, be a, a, you know, part of the team and you know, sure. broadcast officially. We can't can be, be the, bought. <laughs> you know, they're buying studios. They can buy our podcast studios. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, exactly. So there's been a whole bunch of stuff that's been happening lately. <laughs> Both in gaming and outside. Let's, I don't want to talk what's happened about yeah, outside. Yeah, Let, let's let's stick to the gaming part. Yeah. So, what have you been playing lately? Um, I played uh, Fortnite actually quite a bit today. Um, been playing some of their new modes. Uh, they've got this thing. I think it's called Covert Ops. Um, it's pretty crazy. You um, you start out with only like a gray pistol everybody comes down into the storm circle so like the whole island with the exception of the circle is covered in the storm so everybody's all right in the same area and then does that circle change from game to game or is it always the same no it's always random okay so and a piece of intel will drop at some point the goal is your team to get the intel and that's how you get points right and as you're playing, the circle moves. It moves very quickly. <laughs> so you've got, <coughs> excuse me, you've got to pay attention to, A, there's enemies everywhere because you're in a small area to fight. If you go out, if you go into the storm, you will, it's like five times damage. Or, I mean, you will die really quick. You've got to pay attention to where the storm is going. Because you want to be moving ahead of it. You don't want to be on the edge of it on the rear side because you can't run as fast as... I mean, it is really quick. So you will die. Um, so it adds this additional element. In, and it's crazy, man. And it's like every... I think about every 14 kills that your team does, like the, when you die and you spawn back in, you can. it'll give you an option of, of one of three items that you can select. So it might be... Uh, a bazooka they got a special combat um uh, bandage bazooka so it only takes up one slot and it only like shoots like one time so it's not the traditional bandage bazooka it's a different one um you can get a you might get a sniper rifle combat shotgun so you get three items to choose from sometimes they'll put in like proximity explosives or you know grenades or whatnot but you get to pick so every once in a while when you're spawning in there's another option so you have a couple more weapons um but it, that's it. Like that's how it's played, and it's pretty. It's pretty intense. It really, really is. Um, uh, I was playing for quite a bit with two of my kids today, and we were just having a blast. Like this, oh, nice. like this was so much fun. And when you, based on how much intel you collect, you get like points, uh, so that you rank up your your either shadow or ghost character to unlock new stuff, so that when you're going back, like 
I got like a scoped assault rifle. So that came up in the loadout later. Like, oh, you get this better weapon. It could be part of the lottery, you know, or the, the little jackpot thing that comes up. So really fun, very different, very fast paced. Um, I was just like, my youngest son was like, dad, you got to get the intel. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on. Just be quiet. I'm, I'm trying to stay alive. There's, got, there's people everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what the intel is. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where to go. I'm just trying to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was, there was people everywhere. It, so if you want fast paced Fortnite, play that new combat ops. It's, um, I think that's what it's called combat operations or something to that effect um it's pretty crazy <laughs> so yeah is, um, so i know they started something that they put a video out called spy games is that different or is that the same one um the spy games <laughs> i should probably pull it up and double check the spy games so if you go into the computer called spy games then you like looking for it shows you like your progress for the ghost or for the um, shadow teams, right? So it's mm-hmm. basically like the costumes are the same, but one's black, one's white, right? You know, so that that's kind of and there's different rewards as you go up on each side, and you can go back and forth and unlock stuff on each side. So the that's the spy game. So this is part of that. I think it was just called Operation. It's like a game mode. So I think they might come out with others that is still part of that spy games. So there might be other modes um, that are part of that. Not sure, but okay. it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, typically, I'm a team rumble guy, um, but even yeah. today we went in and did a lot of squads, and we're going on the outskirts to do the uh, what do they call? There's four like headquarters. You know, you go in and there's a boss and there's these um, henchmen yeah, the, and the so yachts, can, grotto. Yeah. Rig shark. and shark, yeah, yeah. So and I'm like, I've got in a phone booth, and you go into a phone booth, and you change into the henchman outfit. And then you can just walk among them. Uh, you know, you can't shoot them because then you're caught. Your disguise goes away, but you can walk past the sentries. You can walk right up to the boss character. Yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. then you can start shooting them. But uh, it's really cool. Like you know, uh, then you can hide and crouch around in the air vents. Uh, there's a lot of neat like neat things you can pick up. So when you take a henchman out, you don't know where like, there's a lot of locked like weapon cases. that have some really good weapons, but you have to be a henchman. So if you are in disguise, you can walk past all the henchmen. You can go into the doors that are locked with security cameras. So you, it'll scan your face. It lets you in. You'll see a locked uh, uh, ch- treasure chest or whatever weapons chest. It'll scan your face and boom, it opens and there's all the loot. If you aren't in disguise, you can knock a henchman down. So when you shoot them, they'll, you'll knock them. Then you walk up and you want to, um, well, what do they call it? Because um, yeah, you can search them. Yeah, right? it's like searching. It's it's called something else. Starts with an S. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. But um, you're basically pulling some data from them. They go back down on the ground and they try to call, crawl, crawl away. And you open this thing up and then basically you can see where all the vaults, where the boss, where the other enemies are for a brief amount of time. And then, of course, you can always shoot the guy. Oh, shake down. It's, it's, it's shake down yeah. the, the henchman. Once you've shaken him down, then you want to pick him up and you can carry him. And then you can go. So, again, if you're not in disguise, which if you've shot him, you won't be anymore. 
you pick him up, you can walk up to a door that has a scanner, and you'll hold him in front of the scanner, and it'll let you open. It'll let you in. So, uh, but again, on those, you're working to get the boss who has the key card. When you open up, then it, that key card opens the vault, and you have like four of those chests in there to open and get all this good loot. And then there's a ported potty in there. You hop in that, it'll transport you to somewhere else on the island through the through the like it just looks like plumbing. <laughs> so you, oh, you'll yeah. pop out like one of them at the grotto. You pop out of a hay bale, which it's kind of weird, but um, it's just fun. It adds something new. Um, and those those areas are in Team Rumble. You can go into them, but there won't be any henchmen. There's no boss. There's there's none of that loot or anything. You have to be in squads duels or solos for that stuff to come up um but uh it's been a lot of fun had a really a lot of fun with it today playing different modes you know one of those bosses just cracks me up the one that's a cat yeah meow musicals or something like that is the name well that that agent unlocked so you've got that agent available to you how to play yeah so you can I, I just think he's funny because he reminds me of the. Uh, There's a. I was looking at the battle the, pass uh, today. There's like a dance. What is it? The Mister Rogers thing. Meow 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 meow. It's like a. Hello. It's like a cat <laughs> pawing. So you got your hands up in front of you and you're like pawing. What? It's, it's oh, like I, you, I, the, the like instead of a dance move, it's like your character will put your hands up in front of you and like kind of paw. Okay. You know, like a cat trying to scratch or something. Hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. I just. I think the, the character's battle. funny this in the game the moves because they're sitting there meowing whatever they call them meow meow, meow, uh, it's, meow. but anyways um i yeah and i did play some more gems of war um i also did play for a little bit ori and the will of the wisps I, I don't plan to play it i did it because it was like one of the game pass challenges of play a game get an a get an achievement in a game pass game so i'm like okay well this is new i'll probably i'll probably get something fairly early you know, that's why I played. But it's beautiful, gorgeous game. Oh yeah, ah, uh, absolutely stunning. Uh, still too hard. It has an easy mode. I got to a part, and it's I was not easy fun. enough. <laughs> no, it's still not easy enough. the The very first part in the beginning, and I don't know how far you got, Rob, but this um, like a wolf or something, all of a sudden oh, jumps yeah. out and starts chasing you. Dude, mm-hmm. like I'm playing on easy, and I I kept dying. I'm like, how do I do that? It's like you have to. You have to run. <laughs> yeah, but you got to jump, like m- double jump, triple jump, whatever, over this rock. And no, you, you like, can't I couldn't get over that jump. rock. Yeah. Well, I couldn't get over that rock. Finally, I just kept doing it. Finally, I lucked out and got mm-hmm. over. And then I was able to get through the rest of it. You should have right given, the controller, the, should've given like, the controller to your kids. Yeah. Now, here, do this. Oh, that's easy, Dad. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's still a beautiful game. I wish. It was something I could play. I'm just not good at those type of platforming things that just it's split second timing and perfect platform. It's I just can't do it. Yeah. It's just not me, but gorgeous game. Absolutely beautiful. So that's what, what I played what, this week. What'd you think of the intro for it? I I, I, didn't, I didn't play it. the original one, so I really didn't care. <laughs> no, I you couldn't skip it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, there's that little story with the owl, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, whatever, and he gets this little feather, and you can fly for, like, Is your heart a made minute of in stone? the game. 
get a little feather and you fly uh, for a few minutes and then you give it to him and then you lose that ability. I was like, give me that freaking yeah, feather back, you stupid owl. <laughs> give me that. You don't need to fly. I, I lost the ability to fly, right? You give it to me and then immediately take it away. Yeah. I, I know it's, I'm just, I'm just being silly yeah. part of the story. Now, I just didn't really care for that. So, and if people are going, why is he going, bah, 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 bah. start the game and you'll understand. That's yeah. the narration. Yeah. That's the language. <laughs> yeah. And you're it. reading, you're reading on screen what he says, but. Mm. See, the game is made for international markets. <laughs> exactly. You no, know, no localization needed. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just the text. Yeah. Smart on their behalf. Yeah. Oh, cool. So cool that's game. about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I've done a, a little bit of Fortnite. Uh, it's been a couple of days since I played, but uh, yeah, I actually went into solos a little bit, which I normally never do. I just pl- usually play either Save the World or Team Rumble. But uh, yeah, I went into solos just uh, trying to get some of those uh, henchmen. Uh, things done because again you can't do those in uh-huh. the uh, team rumble mode and you know some of the annoying stuff that i really don't like about uh save not save the world uh solo mode happened over and over and over like i land <laughs> and die right away i land and i die right away but i am going to popular areas these uh areas with the henchmen and one really really pissed me off and that was, I went to the shark. You, you know that one, right? It's got the big yep. Yep. rock shark or whatever. Did you land on and, his nose? Yeah. So there's a chest okay. on the nose. Yep. So I landed right on there and I started to open the chest. And then I heard somebody else landing. <laughs> so then I saw him stop behind me and he's just standing there. So I opened the chest and he grabs the machine gun that's in it and shoots me. <laughs> you know, because everything like scatters. It's not like where you can pick it up right away. Right. Like you pick up everything right away. And so then I went and the alignment of the bus was similar. So I landed on the shark's nose again. <laughs> and this other guy lands right behind me. So then I just turn around and I start pickaxing him. <laughs> I'm like, not again. I am not. Again. not- <laughs> I'm not going to be the sucker that opens the chest. And that, cause that happens a lot, even in the regular game, it's like you open a chest yep. and then you get somebody that just like runs through, they time it perfectly and they just yep. take everything from you. It's like, Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah. I always look around. I never open it. If someone's standing there, Yeah, I'll stand around and wait. And sometimes they just, you know, they'll walk away or they'll open it and I'll grab the loot and mm. whatever, you know, it's like, Nope. I'm not going to give it to you. Go find your own treasure chest. This exactly. is mine. Stick your claim. Put your flag down. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I, I did that. Uh, and I think that was really about it. I don't think I pl- really played anything else. Maybe a little bit of Forager over the weekend. But, uh, yeah, not a whole lot of gaming. Uh, unfortunately, with my job, I... Now that everybody's like at home and stuff like that, I have like three times more work than anybody else. <laughs> everybody else is like enjoying their time home with their family and their kids. And uh, 
not me. It's like I'm working 10 hour days and more sometimes. But uh, so I'm patiently waiting for all this stuff to end and people yeah. going back to work. I don't know. But uh, I, I think it's about it for me. So right. let me see. I think that's it. So uh, here, let's uh, let's get on to the main topics here because uh, there's been some interesting stuff that's happened because this is the week that GDC was supposed to happen, yep. I believe. Yep, so that didn't happen. happen. No, that was it not. Sort of. Well, the, the event didn't happen, but the news right. that was planned to be released was released. Right. At least I think most of it, if not all. Yeah, at least some of it, I know. So you want to start this one up? Um, well, before we, okay. So the first thing, and I'm not sure if this first thing was GDC or not, um, but it was a, a video that, did you post that video? No, I think someone else in our group posted it. It was, and I don't know where the guy was from. I got into it like, I don't know if I can see the whole thing, but uh, it was on our Facebook group and there was, a bunch of Xbox Series X, I'm sorry, Xbox developers there. And they have confirmed what we have said before. The console is named Xbox. Okay? That's it. Series yes. X. It's an Xbox. Is, it is. The, the brand name is Xbox. Series X is the version of Xbox. So you can kind of think of it like, samsung s10 s20 right? yeah i iphone yeah because we have the iphone 10 you want the iphone or the iphone x the iphone xr the iphone xr max super duper plus okay they're all iphones that's what microsoft is going to this is xbox so the series x series whatever is gonna you know that's what you're looking at going forward mm-hmm. is like which version of the xbox you're getting so first of all i like that and I don't know who the guy was. This was no. not a Microsoft guy, but and I don't know if he was from Digital Foundry or somewhere else. I didn't quite get that info, but the guy had the whole thing apart. The Xbox Series X was apart in pieces in front of him. And he was talking about and picking it up and, and showing and talking about the chip. There's even a mat. He talked about an Easter egg of, um, I think on the fan, there's a, a Master Chief. He's like, it's it's, you know, no one will ever see it unless they tear it apart, but it, there is one there, just like my Xbox Project Scorpio's got a, I think it's a Master Chief writing on a scorpion on the inside of it. Um, but it was so fascinating, and I didn't expect this because typically I'm not that thrilled about like architecture talk. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm more of like, show me what the thing can do. You're, you're talking numbers that mean nothing to me in teraflops and gigathis and you know quadrahertz and i don't you know it just it, blah 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 means nothing to me but he's like he was talking about he started he's like i'm gonna put this thing together and i'm going what and he talked about each part and then how it all went together like there's this aluminum chassis if you will in the middle and it's like you can it has this box has like two motherboards and they, they just, they like magnetically connect right into the thing. It's not screwed down. It's not held into place by any kind of glue. It just popped. As he got it close, it kind of snapped into place. 
And I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. The, every, everything about this design internally is like so impressive. Like I was really impressed with this. I don't know if you saw this, Rob. Did you yeah, get a chance to see it? Yep. Am, am, am I hyping this up or being a little weird about this that I'm so impressed with it? What did you think of just putting that thing together? I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was a, a really nice visual way of explaining how everything fits together. It shows the design and just the care and engineering that went into this thing. And I, I was really amazed at uh, what a great job they did with the magnets. Yeah. So he eventually has the entire thing together. Okay, it's it's not in the, the black box that we see yet. The black box has one side is off. Like, there's one panel. One whole side comes off. The rest of it is together. He has it all together, getting ready to put it into the, the gut, you know, the box. And there's still not a single screw holding that thing together. And he just picks it up, and it all stays together. It's all connected. And he slides it right in one shot and there you go he put the mm -hmm. whole thing together i was like this is incredible engineering and design i mean i'm just well, that's really, really not how it works come on <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible they have cables in there <laughs> in the real one it's not no magic. i don't think no. no whatever <laughs> this is all magic yeah um it was really impressive no, how this was. whole thing and and he was talking about you know the, the the SSD drive and the bus and the 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 way the RAM, uh, all the memory is organized. It's not normal. It's like wrapped around the CPU. G and the CPU GPU is like one chip, and then you've got all the memory kind of wrapped around it instead of like in the series. So it's like even that is a new design. It, it, it's just really fascinating. If you guys get a chance, guys and gals, if you haven't seen it. Go out to our Facebook group, check it out. Um, I will go click on it and I'll, I'll pull yeah, up it, that. Yeah, the, that the video was posted on Monday. Um, the guy that did it was Austin Evans. That's the uh, YouTuber that did it, not the one that posted it in our group. <laughs> okay, so yeah, a big shout out to Teddy for posting this because yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, Teddy I saw it. Was, it. <laughs> yeah, when I oh. saw this was YouTube, I was like, oh, is this? this something like you know teddy posting up his own you know youtube like come check me out and i and i click on it to see it's like is this something i gotta remove and no i'm like whoa this was cool and they even talk about that's not really a light there's not a green led at the top of the fan yeah. and it has to do with the design and like the way you look at it it's more of an illusion that that green there's so there's no green led at the top Mm -mm. You know, it's just an illusion and it's just like it was so uh, teddy thank you that was like one of the coolest videos i have seen in a very long time everybody needs to go out and see this this is very mm -hmm. very cool um i did i even thanked him i'm like dude thank you so much <laughs> oh yeah but uh, yeah, i yeah i saw the video got posted on uh, youtube and i watched it and then i was gonna post it to the group and he already beat me to it. It's like, darn. <laughs> well, good job. Thank you for sharing. It's okay. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very, very neat. Yeah. There, there, were, there was a bunch of things in there that I, I, I wanted to 
uh, ad also. And so th they explained a bunch of stuff that we didn't really know about before, you know, like what we had said. And uh, some of the more interesting things for me were in the leaked images that we had of the ports, I don't know, a couple of weeks or months ago. Yes. There was a slot that oh. nobody knew what it was for. It was like a mystery slot. And we finally know what that's about. So oh. the system has a one terabyte custom SSD uh, built onto the motherboard. So it's not a swappable thing, right? And Correct. what they did was they, and it's one of those, um, oh, what are they called? It's not a traditional SSD that looks like a two and a half inch drive. It's one of those, uh, what, M, M2 or whatever they're called. Um, I think I where, it's actually, where it's actually like a bunch of chips or something. So anyway, this thing is, it's on uh, the motherboard. It's shielded. Uh, apparently it needs extra shielding. And then it's, it's a one terabyte custom NVMe SSD. Yeah. Whatever it's, that. Yeah. And so this mystery slot on the back allows you to add extra hard drives of, of the same variety. So they showed, what is it? I think they said a Seagate um, card. So you can actually just slide in another one of these uh, and add another one terabyte. And my understanding from what they were saying is that this is the type of storage that you need to have the games be optimized for the, for the new Series X style platform. Uh, if, if I understood it right, if you have like the USB 3 style drives attached, it's not fast enough. Yeah, so, and... Sorry, well, no, the, the NVMe does stand for Non-Volatile Memory Express. And I was looking, they were, there was a question, is NVMe faster than SSD? And it says, one of the newest innovations in store technology is the NVMe protocol. An NVMe SSD will deliver much faster speeds than a hard drive and significantly faster than a SCSI or, or, AH, or AHCI SSD. So, like, this is fast. Oh yeah. And we saw it. We saw how mm -hmm. fast it was. And yeah, the way yeah. that and the way that they made it is potentially these things could be swappable, right? So, you know, if you you can have multiples of these of the expansion cards, right? Yeah. So, if you have a certain game loaded on one of them, you can just uh, you know, slide that one in when you want to play the game, almost kind of like a cartridge. Are we is this full circle? <laughs> Are we you know, going yeah. back to that? Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. but yeah. it's the interesting thing. So, and again, if someone hasn't seen this and they're like freaking out right now because they're like, what? What about my USB hard drives? You can still plug in your USB 3 sure. hard disk drives that you could currently have on. So, like on my Xbox One X right now, I've got an external hard drive on it. Um, I can unplug it, plug it right into the Series X, and it will work. However, games, the new games and all this really super fast stuff is because of this hardware that we're talking about, this SSD drive. So to, to have the games like you no know, loading screens and all this type of stuff, you will, you will get loading screens if you're pulling off your uh, hard disk drive, you know, your USB drive, because that's a, that's, a, that's a limitation of the hardware. 
So it's not, you know, don't think, oh, well, they promised me this, but my when I try to play a game off my hard drive, it's not working. Well, you know, I still got loading screens. Well, yeah, because you're not loading it to the internal or to one of these new expandable storage drives. Now, we don't know how expensive they're going to be. I'd imagine they're going to be pretty expensive, but we'll see. But again, yeah, you can still use your USB. They have uh, USB 3.2 external hard disk drive support is still there. And it will have a 4K UHD Blu-ray drive as well. So that's that slot in the middle is is useful. <laughs> but yeah, the um so they were talking about and they even showed it. He, you know, when they turned this thing on and they were showing like the fast switching between it. It was like there were no loading screens. Like he was play he I think he brought up uh Forza and he was mm-hmm. driving and then he hit the button and just clicked on another game and within seconds, like three to five seconds, he was in another game. Never load it like there was yeah, no not in the screen. menu. Yeah. No, no menus. He was right where he left off. Um and he was it just playing right where you left off. And then he hit the button again, switched to a third title, three to five seconds, boom, that game was up right where he left off. And then he went through like four or five games. Yep. And then I heard someone off camera say Go back to the first one, which I think was Forza. Uh, go back, or what? It might have been something else. Oh, state like, of go decay. Back, okay, go back to State of Decay. And so he goes like, mm-hmm. go back to the very first one, and again, right to where he left off. He had loaded like four or five games, went back to the original, and every one of them were just like boom, 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 boom. And I read that you can shut the system off. It can be off for I want to say it was a week. And then you could turn it back on, and that fast switching would still work. Right. Like, I'm like, what? How is that even possible? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it is magic. I think I think the guy Andrew even said it's magic. <laughs> yeah, when uh when the uh what was it a couple episodes ago we were talking about it, Major Nelson made mention of this feature, and he said that this even survived an update. Yes. So his Xbox took an update. And then he was able to do the fast switching still. So it it doesn't get lost on, let's say, a power down or right. you know, power loss or anything like that. So I was thinking about it. I'm guessing they're doing some kind of like, you know, saving the memory state of the system in a kind of like a hibernation or something along those lines. That's my I don't guess. Know, but it, my it's, uneducated it's, guess. It's freaky fast. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Not like the uh, sandwiches, right? No, exactly. <laughs> and then another thing that they talked about was uh, ray tracing, and they did a couple of tech demos, yep. which was kind of cool. Um, the first one that they showed was Minecraft. And, I mean, Minecraft looks okay, uh, but it looks even better with ray tracing. And they just showed how, you know, the lighting can affect um you know the appearance of a game actually i think because after that they showed uh, a gears game and i think that the ray tracing was more evident on the minecraft game just because it didn't have as much detail in the background but they showed like the shadows and reflections like there was one section in the beginning where there was like some lava i think like all the way down at the bottom of this uh, ravine and there were the uh 
the minecart tracks there and you could actually see like the hue of the light from the lava like coloring the you know the, the steel of the train track and uh, there was also a section that had light coming in from up above and it was one of those where you see like i don't know what you call it like like sunbeams or yeah it you, you I'm know looking like at that now it's it's so i just posted the xbox news.xbox.com the xbox wire page has what you're talking about there's like um there's a picture of this and if you just leave the picture on this uh, on the screen it's flipping back and forth between the same scene on an Xbox One X and a Series X. And you can see the differences okay. like with the with the lighting. Now, it's interesting as I look at this, I actually think the Xbox One X looks better for like the item like this wall. So your character standing next to a wall. And I think it looks more to me it looks more defined and a little better on the X. But on this compared to the Series X, but on the Series X, you've got more shadows. You've got it, it instead of like the whole canyon area that you're looking up at being like the same color. You have areas that are like shaded and like right. more natural shadows, and the way the lights coming in is, is more accurate. So that's you know you just let you can just sit there and watch it as it'll flip back and forth every few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I posted that link to in our Facebook group. So okay. Yeah, so yeah, we talked about the fast switching, we talked about the hard drive. Um yeah, the design was pretty cool. And uh yeah, that tower configuration that they have is partially that way because there's a massive fan <laughs> on the top of it. Yeah. To push all the air through. And I wanna say they said that was like the only fan in the system. Like even the power supply doesn't have a fan, if if I remember right. I, I could be wrong on that but uh wait what did you just what did you say the fan at the top was the Uh only fan in the system yes so that little power supply they that they have in there doesn't have its own fan just that big guy and it's like a weird size well it's a big vape chamber yeah huge heat sink for the for the cpu actually it's a i think that's a cpu and gpu all in one it is if I remember right. So there isn't like a separate, you know, GPU. Um, And then the other thing that was kind of cool was uh, some of the designers of the system were actually there to talk to him. And this one guy came up and he actually explained a little bit about the fan and some of the design aspects of it, which was pretty cool. And uh, I definitely did like the, um, the magnet thing, the the magnet puzzle. (laughs) assembly yeah is is pretty cool they must have used those oh oh man i can never say this right neodymium neodymium whatever magnets <laughs> you know what i'm talking about don't you those those little yep. <laughs> tiny magnets i yep. i love those things i use them on my refrigerator because <laughs> they're like the only things that stick <laughs> yeah but uh oh and then they went through uh they talked a little bit about the controller Right, so the Series X has a new controller, but they're all compatible, uh, backwards compatible. It can work on all the old systems, and old controllers can work on old Xbox uh, One controllers can work on yep. the new system. 
but they made a couple of changes to the system. So the D pad is different. Yeah. It um, looked like the elite D pad. Yeah. Yeah. It looks more like the elite. It does have a little bit of a different shape to it, sort of compared to the old systems. And it really reminds me of the old Ouya controllers when I first glance at it, but, uh, what they, they changed the D pad and the, the, uh, old, the shoulder buttons. Yeah. Are, are more rounded. I think. Yeah. There's, there was a change to that as well. And there's a share button now. Right. And, and this, unlike the new elite controller does not have a rechargeable battery. <laughs> right. So you can use your old power you can, packs. You can use double A's. You can double use A's. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is true. And it did have the same ports underneath, so you can put your like headphone adapter with a chat pad, and it's also got the little uh, what three and a half uh, headphone jack underneath there as well. I think that was that was about everything for that thing. And then was there anything else? Talked about the controller. Oh, there was the um, the HDR feature. You remember that? It was like towards the end of the video. So apparently, again, if I, I know understood... They went HDR, I think it's 2.1. Oh, no, that's HDMI. Well, it has the ability to somehow automatically apply HDR effects to games. So they actually showed... I think it was some Halo game. And then they showed even, uh, remember that old original Xbox game, Fusion Frenzy? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so they showed how the system can actually automatically, with, like, I guess no changes to the actual games themselves, it can add HDR effects. Not effect. That's not a right. That's not a good way to explain it. Um, It can add the brightness of the colors, I guess is maybe one way to put it that you get from HDR to old games without them being coded with that. Right. So they often use the examples in there of like flames or explosions. So they're like extra bright with the use of HDR. So that that was pretty cool. Just that the system would, uh, would do that. And, um, I think that was about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they talked about the, um, because we mentioned this briefly before they talked about the, like the glow that we saw before, like the green glow at the top. It's actually, they would, how'd they say it? It's, um, like an homage to the Xbox, you know, cause it's typically had that greenish color, right? Mm-hmm. Ever since the original. And up at the top, it's like a little concave, I think they called it a dish style. It's not flat. And it's got right. these big holes. And the holes are kind of deep. And so at the bottom of that, towards the center, they're all colored with a light green. So when you look at it, like from a very sharp angle, you don't see any of that. But as you get closer and more above it, then you start seeing that greenish that greenish view, but I'm really curious to see what this thing's going to sound like. So it's got a big fan right up at the top. 
It's got that big fan. I imagine it's going to have to spin at a, you know, probably a slow RPM compared to most fans just because it's so big, right? Bigger fans spin slower than the smaller fans to move there. So oh, I, I just wonder talking about that fan though. But that, I, I wonder if, if you're going to be able to hear it, you know what I mean? Are you going to hear I like, yeah. I hope not. I mean, that would be pretty disappointing if that thing, you know, sounds like an aircraft aircraft taking off Yeah. I, based on what I've seen. I, and I remember them talking about the fan and some, like they have dug into that. This is not just a fan off the shelf. This is a custom yeah, fan custom. as well. Yeah. The way it's shaped, the way, you know, I mean, it's designed to push air. And uh, to me, I took it that, that thought didn't even cross my mind. Like this thing's going to be loud. I don't expect it to be loud. Because I was just thinking back to like the old Xboxes. I mean, they were fairly noisy. Some of them. Oh, and we'll see. And, and even the uh current generation and in part it's because of the drive that i've got but i mean i hear the drive spin up the hard drive spin up i hear you know i hear it doing its thing i'm like i hear you it's (laughs) it's it's not enclosed in anything so i i hear all its activity but since this thing doesn't have any spinning discs and it's solid state i would imagine that it would be relatively silent Unless maybe you're using a disc. Unless you're using the drive, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the only Blu-ray thing, I w- yeah, the only thing I would think that you'd be able to hear is that fan. Oh, and they did talk about, uh, you know, like where can, people can put it, and they said that, you know, of course you can stand it upright, which I think is the coolest look for it. I really don't yeah. like the sideways view of it as much. But they they were saying that they did a lot of consideration with the shape and how you can place it. And they said, even though it is taller, it's not as deep as previous systems. So you can put it on much like narrower, not narrower, uh, like shelves that aren't as deep. Right. So and I was kind of like looking at my uh, at my console table whatever you want to call it that have my tv on and i was originally thinking like man where am i going to put this thing because i can't stand it upright on uh, any of the shelves but i can definitely stand it sideways i can put it sideways just about anywhere so that's going to be interesting to see when uh when i get my mitts on one later on this year hopefully to see where i can actually place it so very cool, very cool video, and uh, I'm really cool. I'm really glad that uh, that Microsoft did do something like this. Because remember, with the Xbox Series, no, the Xbox One X, they kind of did a little expose with Digital Foundry, right? Yep. That was where we found it. And now they use the uh, Austin Austin Evans uh, instead. But I, I yeah, thought this. That guy was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Did he try to walk off with it? Didn't he try to walk off with the thing? <laughs> yeah, I he's, he's... He was, he was, it was very entertaining. It really was yeah. entertaining, informative. It was just really good. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to point out too, is that, you know, people like to talk about PC master race and 
how they're going to run their PC and you know, Mac settings and still blow it out of the water. They talked about the power of the series. Came up to show how his team was planning to optimize for the Series X. So the team showcased a technical demo of Gears 5 um, Series X using which included higher resolution textures and higher resolution volumetric fog, as well as a 50% higher particle count than the PC Ultra specs allowed. They also showed off the opening cutscene, which now runs at 60 frames a second in 4K. It was 30 frames on Xbox One X. That means the transition from real-time cutscenes to gameplay is incredibly smooth. So, you know, what I liked about this was you're going to, the Series X is, it's a serious competitor here. You're going to be able to play it with beyond PC Ultra specs. You're going to even have more that they can do on this thing. You know, so that's pretty impressive. And yes, I know PCs get, you know, what comes out today and comes out next year is going to be better. But we're going into this out the gate. You're you're going to be able to run a little bit better than a PC at ultra settings. That's incredible out the door. You know, I, I'm just real impressed with that. So, oh, yeah, don't count it out. PC Master Race. And it, I'm not saying that the PC is not the best gaming. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to start a war. Just saying this box is gonna be able to give us some really incredible stuff oh absolutely um one other thing too i think we talked about this before but i want to make sure again that we make we make this clear they're also introducing smart delivery so like those of us that have gears 5 on the xbox one if you get a series x you will automatically get the series x version of that game for free you will not have to pay for it on the new console. Um, they said this this smart delivery ensures you only have to purchase a title once, and then you know you'll get the best version of the title on whatever Xbox console you play on. This will allow you to seamlessly move between multiple consoles and console generations as you see fit. That is really nice. Um, I'm really happy to see that. So like Gears 5, I haven't really... I started it. It's one I never got through. I don't know why. So I might just hold off, wait till the Series X gets here and start it over. <laughs> or just continue where I left off, but I might just start the game over. Um, since it's been so long, I don't even remember what the story was or where I am, but um, I'll get a, a more improved game for free, essentially. So I like that. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Very cool. All right. Uh, did did uh, you want to talk about the... Because you led into to GDC, and I'm not, I'm not sure that was, I don't believe that was GDC. What with this? No, no. What what that wasn't. That was, I think, a separate thing. But so yeah, so, I, I was kind of wondering about this. I wonder. So you know, with GDC being canceled, you know, companies have to scramble and do all sorts of stuff. I really wondered if they did this um to replace something that they were going to do at gdc right because they were still share. Did. they still had a gdc they actually had a show um i had remember we talked about it like it was going to be what was it yesterday at one o'clock or maybe it was tuesday at one o'clock pacific time i had, remember we talked about oh, i'm putting this on my calendar and i'm gonna watch on the, it and, that was on the 18th i believe they're supposed and, to have 
some yeah yesterday well stuff. that was like day two i guess there was a whole another one the day prior i caught it at the very end um and it was more of kind of reminded me uh it, it, when i first got into it there was some discussions going on people were on camera you know like web cameras kind of like the news is nowadays everybody's sitting in their their home office <laughs> you know you're watching the kids walk in behind them uh yeah. but um <clears throat> but so and then it went to like a studio and it reminded me of uh that xbox inside xbox yep. And yep i believe one of the guys was on there uh from yes. that show was also in there and they were talking about different things so it was pretty entertaining but i'm like oh and i then i saw that there was this this was day two and i had just missed the whole thing so i looked at their schedule and there was a lot of hard it was very much developer related but it looked like this might have been easier to consume for the casual person like you and i or something yeah i i missed i missed day one personally i did catch i don't know like the first 20 or 30 minutes of uh of day two and i've fully got the intent of watching him when i get some time but uh day two was pretty cool you know they they did some chit chat in the studio right they had a big they had a big uh, master chief like walking around I saw oh. Edith grabbing donuts or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they showed him yeah, my nice. walking up and taking a donut off the uh, uh, catering table. <laughs> nice. I just kind of cracked me up. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> but uh, they had on day two in the beginning they had uh, a whole section devoted to in exile, and they were talking about wasteland. Uh huh. And uh, that was pretty cool. And you know, after if I can myself away from work <laughs> eventually but it, i thought it was really well done at least the uh, the whole part for uh, in exile i don't know how the rest of it is but uh you know it's you know you can tell it's more like a documentary more like business related as opposed to something like e3 where it's you know for the fans and you know the average gamer so but it was guess, still yeah. interesting yes. to watch. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say it was still entertaining? Unlike other things. <laughs> We'd like to welcome you to the Sony press conference for GDC uh, via webcast. Uh, today, we are going to discuss the architecture of the PS. Five. Dude, the post processing that I'm gonna do on the show is just gonna destroy that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make you super loud. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You have to leave this untouched because um, you heard it. Was I not kind of close to <laughs> like did anybody just fall asleep? No, because no. That's exactly what the PS5 GDC conference that I saw. Presenter was terrible the guy was so monotone and i'm not putting down ps5 okay first of all let me say this i am not putting down a ps5 i'm putting down the conference and the speaker and what they did the way they presented it so there was like all you you saw the guy on stage and he was as monotone as i have ever heard as unexcited as anything i've ever heard he was the worst speaker I have 
ever heard. It was brutal. I had to turn it off. I'm like, I can't even watch this. It's so terrible. And it's like, I wanted to know some stuff. They were talking about the hardware and the PS5. I was curious about what they're going to do and how it was going to stack up. And like watch a recap or something. Or oh, one of those don't, no, don't watch anything. Just press, go read. No. Where they do like press go, conference in three minutes. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. Yeah. Watch the three yeah. minute version. Cause you don't. And then there was like four people in the audience, but it, they were all blacked out. Like it was weird and they weren't moving. So for quite a while, I'm like, and other people we were who were watching it, we were chit-chatting back and forth in the Facebook group. Someone said, I think these are just cardboard cutouts. And I'm sitting there looking at them, and I'm, so I'm not even paying attention to the guy, and I'm looking. I'm like, are any of these four, and it was only four, the way the camera was, you only saw four. I mean, there probably was more people in the, the audience, but all you saw were four what looked to be cardboard cutouts. Finally, one of them moved. And I, so I was supposed to, oh, no, I just saw one move. I'm not, but I haven't seen the other three move. And <laughs> I watched it long enough to see two others move. So I'm assuming the fourth one was not a cardboard cutout, but they were so, it was just so funny to watch. Like, well, it wasn't funny. It was sad because it looks so fake. And it's like, even the people there are so bored. They're not even moving. Like they probably were falling asleep. They didn't it, cheer. They didn't. Oh, there, uh... there was nothing. <laughs> nothing yeah. at all it was and then i i heard later someone who actually braved to watch further on said that sony that this guy was like well teraflops is has nothing to do with it and they're trying to already downplay the fact that their box is you know that the xbox series x is superior to theirs they're already starting with the trying to make it sound like, well, the teraflops are nothing and that, that doesn't make a great game and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, uh, back when the Xbox one and the PS4 came out, the PS4 did 1080p, the Xbox one did 920. And that was like, Oh, you guys suck. You, you know, it was, that was all it. it was all hardware. It was all numbers. Now that Microsoft's got you beat twice in a row with this, with the Xbox one X and the series X. Now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, that's not important. Now they're now they're playing another tune, and it's just like you guys are so sad. It's like you know, it's it's pretty pathetic. Yeah, it's like you know, and the fanboys will fall in line with just oh, Sony can do no wrong. It's okay. It's great. They mm -hmm. got the games. It's like, what do you have? What what oh, have they put out lately? You know, it's like they've put out a couple of games in the last five or six years, and yeah, Microsoft hasn't put out a whole bunch either. But they've got like now they've bought up studios and we're getting uh, exclusives and it's, you know, we're going to have those. So what's Sony going to say then when they don't have it, you know, when they don't they don't have the exclusives that Xbox does. And I'm, there's always going to be an excuse and it, whatever it is. Everybody should enjoy them and you can board both consoles, get them and stuff. I don't really yeah. care. But, dude, that guy needs to be fired. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> He should not be, or not be fired, maybe, but he needs to be get something else to do instead of public speaking. That was so bad. <laughs> should be the cameraman. Yes, he should yeah. not be allowed to speak. So yeah, uh, I haven't watched that whole thing. Don't started, not unless you want to go to sleep. Yeah, I, I was. I started watching the uh, Modern Vintage Gamer. Uh, he was streaming it, and uh, I figured he would do some commentary. On it, but uh, again, that four-letter word "work" took over. 
But uh, yeah, I want to make a comment about that guy from what I did see. And he really reminded me of those um, on Saturday Night Live. They do those commentators or no, the, the hosts from NPR, like uh-huh. those two, like those two women. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you ever see those? No, I haven't. I don't yeah, watch Saturday talking, Night Live. This is from years ago. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think they still do it. But uh, yeah, it was, they're just talking in this light monotone voice so it, it reminds me of like npr or i picture this guy like being a therapist <laughs> you know somebody like non-threatening yeah. that sits there and then like analyzes you but you know uh, you know comparing and contrasting the two shows so <clears throat> you know the the one that i saw from microsoft that had you know, it had a couple of hosts, like one, like you said, one of the guys from inside Xbox was on there and they had master chief, um, on theirs, you know, versus the, the Sony one where it was just like a still camera from what I saw. I don't know. Maybe it moved, but it was like a still camera of this guy behind a podium just talking. And then he had something like over his right shoulder, if I remember right. That's where they were showing the information, but you know, it, it seemed like it was that still camera. And then you saw those people up front, the mystery science theater yep. look to it. And it was just like, it was in a room and then the camera was just on a tripod and it was zoomed in on them and it didn't need to move versus the Microsoft one, you know, where, you know, the camera was moving around you know, it would follow Master Chief into the room. You know, it would like, you know, pan around, and it was just—it was definitely filmed much better, and it was more. Well, it was definitely more produced. Well, there was probably just the um, one camera because he put all the camera guys to sleep. It's probably what <laughs> he probably put the yep. camera guys to sleep. That's why yeah, we only saw one angle. <laughs> Yeah. Why isn't the camera following him? Oh, Fred fell asleep. <laughs> Wake him up. Wake up the camera guy. Oh, that's funny. So, all right. We done with that or? Yeah, we're good. Okay. So, uh, another thing that was announced, uh, this week is, you know, for those of us that have the game pass ultimate, uh, which I, I know a lot of people got, especially once they started doing that $1 conversion. Yeah. You could convert like up to what, three years? Yep. I think two or three years to ultimate. Uh, so a lot of folks got it. And um, they added something called perks uh, as of yesterday for us today, March 18th. Uh, so perks uh, provide as they put more value for the ultimate members. And they say, when we launched game pass in June, 2017, it's hard to believe that it's been almost three years. Wow. Game pass has been around. Wow. Uh, they say we did so with the goal of creating a membership that provides the best value in gaming. And they definitely have our members told us that they love discovering new games, but also want new in-game content through perks xbox game pass ultimate members will now regularly receive new benefits including dlc in-game content and more all free 
with the membership. So that's very cool. Nice. One thing I always thought was, you know, it's like, great, you have this game that's in Game Pass, and if you want the extra content for it, you have to buy it, right? It's like, you know, so then you create, you have that unique situation of you own the DLC, but you don't have the game. And when right. it leaves Game Pass, you now have this content you can't use. So uh, what they did this month uh, for the month of March, uh, they say members uh, can redeem these perks for free. So Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, enter the world of one of Japan's biggest online RPGs with a special content bundle, which includes unique emotes, in-game cosmetics, including an Xbox jacket, a gold ticket mission pass, and in-game currency with a Meseta crystal available to members in the U.S. and Canada only. Then World of Tanks Mercenaries, a global multiplayer free-to-play game dedicated to tank warfare. Uh, start your journey with three powerful tanks and more. It's being mysterious. What does and more mean? Then Sea of Thieves. So with this one, um, you get a free Ori-inspired uh, ancestral sails, a figurehead hull and flag uh, for your ship and then for smite on this one over here you get um a bundle that unlocks five gods with special character skins and voice packs so you can ride into battle into the battle of the gods in style so actually this doesn't look like it's like full-on dlc but it is dlc right it's not necessarily something that everybody would have gotten but it's almost like it's dlc that's dedicated to game pass didn't they call it like a starter pack I thought in it was smite some... i think they did yeah i think that's what it yeah. might be yeah, i remember seeing that uh, starter pack name so they say uh they're gonna in the future they're uh, going to uh be announcing more and there's no need to register or sign up for the program as long as you're a game pass ultimate member you can find your perks on your console within the Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass tab. So, uh, so you do have to unlock these. You just don't get them automatically. So, might want to keep an eye out for them. Cool. All right, and then uh, one thing that uh, we discovered in varying degrees over the past week or two is exactly what the capacity of online systems is <laughs> in in many many ways so i think that there's been more outages in the past two weeks of various systems that i mean more outages than ever yeah. and you know we had xbox live it was down a couple of times right i'm aware of one time it went out that was you asked me the other day, hey, you want to play yeah. Fortnite? And I'm like, you can't. Xbox Live is down. That's the I only day I, I know about it, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm I thought it went down one. one other time, but I could be wrong. But, you know, at work, we had all sorts of outages. We had Citrix problems, WebEx had issues for a couple of days. Yeah. Zoom 
had tons of issues. Uh, Microsoft Teams was, I think there was some mm-hmm. kind of oh, outage. 65. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Company VPNs, I'm, they're telling us if you don't need certain systems, then get off the VPN because yeah. everybody's working from home now. <laughs> I'm oh, kind absolutely. Of you're going, hey, I've been working from home for almost 10 years. You all get off the system. I was That's here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, some of my colleagues and I we were joking around because uh, they shut down all of our offices and made everybody work from home. So like right now, I can't even go into an office. Right. It's like you have to have like ultra mega supreme executive approval, <laughs> you know, in triplicate <laughs> to yeah. uh, you know to be able to even step foot inside a building. Hopefully, you didn't forget anything in there, but. So they had all these people that were, uh, you know, now having to work from home. And so that usually leverages what VPN, you know, some systems are cloud already, so they're accessible from anywhere, but other things, you know, so Citrix VPN, and there's various other ways you can get in, but, um, you know, we're, so there were like meetings upon meetings, how to work from home and, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, how, how to access systems, how to do this, how to do that, how to manage, you know, being at home with your family. And, you know, it's all nice that, that they're planning that for people, but we we're joking around like, boy, this, this working from home stuff isn't like, oh, it's cracked up to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like home every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking like, Hey, where was all this? Well, you know, the past 10 years. Oh, yeah. now you got, now you got some executives that have to do it. and. Now we're like, oh, look at all this info. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. You haven't been here for me for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing though, I don't want to turn this into like a work thing, but I, I thought I'd mention this. The one thing that I hate about this now is, so I used to love to go out for lunch or not love. I used to love, I, I still do. Like <laughs> that is my break in the day where I, I just go somewhere and actually get to see people. Not no more. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't even go anywhere if I wanted. Well, I could, I guess, but go drive around. Yeah. Until they actually enforce the stay in your home. Oh yeah. See, I'm lucky. I live in the country, so I've got several acres of land, so I can go out and walk my perimeter. <laughs> no, there you go. So I can I can walk my yard. I just get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the i think one good thing though um about this is networks all this cloud stuff is (laughs) it's relatively new in a lot of ways i mean it's been out there for years but i think the last year or two companies have really started to dive into it and i'll tell you what it's going to get tested a full-on massive test right now and we will see all these services improve because they're getting seriously tested when they're in like microsoft with teams and office and all that stuff all their cloud infrastructure is getting hammered so we will see improvements out of this this actually is kind of a good real world test of how it can handle it oh yeah it's so one thing a company definitely plans with is stress tests right and you can only do so much synthetically or even with right. a small group of people but 
when you have whole countries, whole continents that are now yeah. all at home yep. and uh, and hitting Xbox Live hard in the middle of the day when they should be working. I don't know what you're then, talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've just heard about this. I don't know anything about oh, it. Well, I thought you were trying to accuse me of something. I was like, dude, no. <laughs> I don't leave my desk until 5 no, p.m. No, I read about it on, on Twitter, <laughs> on Reddit. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, all these systems are being tested and, you know, some of them are like crumbling under like the weight of this stuff. So, you know, bandwidth is one thing because, you know, maybe you can shift things around and load balance, right? I mean, you can use all sorts of ways like DNS or some stuff to like help load balance things on the internet. But when it comes to the actual systems, it's not easy to get new hardware. Right. Right. So if you need more backend hardware, it doesn't just appear. You usually don't have it just sitting there unless <laughs> things are really thought out. Yeah. And you have the money to spend. So, you know, systems are definitely being tested. Xbox Live was down for a time. Nintendo had their service uh, go down. And um, a couple of interesting things that's happened, you know, other than the outages, is that, um, for example, Steam reported its all-time highest number of concurrent users over the weekend with yeah. more than 20 million people logged in at the same time. <laughs> That's crazy. And it said almost one-third of those people, so what is that, about 7 million people, we're actively playing a game. I know for Steam, I'm always logged in on my PC. It's got the little app that yeah. runs. But, uh, you know, that, that, that's some big numbers. And online services, a little on the smaller side. And I thought this was interesting that it was mentioned in this article. There's an article by The Guardian uh, that did this. But uh, Board Game Arena, this is a website that does... Um, some pretty good implementations of some board games so you can play them uh, with other people online. And uh, they mentioned that they have normally a peak of around, of around 4,000 people that play. And uh, Saturday, they were at 9,000. So, you know, even a system that normally doesn't get a lot of use, right? Because 4,000 people globally is relatively small. Yep. But the fact that they're more than double their um, their their player count is is just amazing. And all of this is, you know, people you know people are at home. They're either going to watch TV, right, or yep. they're going to play games because people don't want to talk to each other. <laughs> Definitely no. So, yeah, like Netflix and Amazon Instant and Hulu and all those all those services are probably seeing massive increases because yeah, people are home. What are they going to do? Yeah. So I had to actually kick my kids off uh, and said, you can't watch TV until after five o'clock. <laughs> like you're doing homework, you're doing all these different things. And when you got all that done, I'm going to have some chores for you to do. <laughs> so mm -hmm. like, otherwise they'll just sit there and veg in front of the TV all day there. They think it's like a vacation. I'm like, Oh uh, no. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So my kids may be out of school for 
six weeks, but they still have homework and there's things that are expected from the school. It's like, you got to get that done. Can't wait to the last minute. Dude, what are, you, what are you saying six weeks? They won't be going back to school until August or September. That's so. that I know, but the number <laughs> now is six weeks. And like, no, I don't, I can't handle it more than that. <laughs> I don't want it more than that. Yeah. The longest summer of my life. <laughs> yeah. Why is Mark being pulled away in a straight jacket? <laughs> he snapped. <laughs> yeah, I'll be they'll be carrying me away. I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sound like Renfield. Yeah. So yeah, interesting times. And uh you know, even though these systems did have outages, I bet that uh it's just gonna make all the systems a little bit better, hopefully. I mean, hopefully it, it will. they learned and they're able to, um, you know, not let this happen in the future or minimize it rather. And if it happens, don't freak out, go play a board yeah. game, go or walk out else. in your yard, you know, to the, as far as you can. <laughs> so. It could be like me when I'm on, on the phone, I pace around the house and I make a circle from my living room to this hallway to the kitchen to the dining room to the living room and i just keep going in circles <laughs> yeah one of the habits i picked up from circuit city when i worked ah. there and i would be on the phone and just pacing up and down the aisles <laughs> yep. it stuck with me so anyway uh so that was it about it for that and then uh, i did want to mention that uh, there's a new bundle as as always because they're always launching something there's a new bundle that came out that was i thought was kind of interesting and sort of thought about like it's about time and that there's an xbox one s roblox bundle so roblox is a game that's a huge hit with all the kiddos um you know probably up until their teen years because uh they've kind of remade all these adult games into roblox games so the kids get to play those without the uh, the bad stuff and the realism. So kids love that stuff. But anyway, there's a X, Xbox One X. Ah, man, I'm sorry. There's an Xbox One S Roblox bundle with a one terabyte version um, of the console. Now, Roblox is free. So why is a Roblox bundle $300, which is the cost? So apparently it comes with a download code for the game, again, which is free, not a big deal. And then they also give you 2,500 Robux, which I want to say is like, so $10 I know is 800. So this is like 30 some dollars maybe. worth of uh, Robux to spend within the game. And then it also comes with one month of Game Pass. And I think that's it. So I don't know if it's worth it at $300, but I'm sure they'll have it on sale. And uh, this one does not appear to have any kind of, you know, cool skin to it or anything. So it's probably just uh, a normal. I'm going to say it's not worth it. Because Microsoft, the Microsoft Store, had the Xbox One X for two hundred dollars the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, I'm not paying 300 for an S. Oh, exactly. And I was actually going to mention that. <laughs> oh, I totally sorry. forgot. No, I oh, totally forgot. Thank you for, oh, okay. <laughs> thank you for mentioning it. Cause, uh, that's one thing I was thinking about when I put this story in here, it's like an X for 200 or a Roblox for 300 list. But then again, the list price on the X is 400 now. So that's half price. Right. So if this thing's 150, yeah, that, that might be worth it. Especially if you get 30 bucks in Robux. So yeah, that's all I had. Uh, did you have anything else you want to talk about? Nope. I'm good. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, on to the community section uh, real quick. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, Go to our website, click the little voicemail widget, leave us up to a 90-second voicemail. You are free to talk longer by leaving more messages, but there is a limit on those of 90 seconds. Or you can also send us an MP3 recording, uh, send it to contact at this xboxlife.com. We also have a Twitter account at this Xbox Life and a Facebook group, which we talked about earlier. Uh, you can find the Facebook group at this xboxlife.com forward slash Facebook, or just go to our main page click on it through there or um search for it search for us on uh, facebook itself this xbox life all right on to uh the retail releases for the week okay Okay, Rob. All right, for the week of March 17th through the 20th, we have Overpass that came out on Tuesday, the 17th. This is Xbox One X Enhanced, um, some kind of ATV game, looks like. And then uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 Open Beta started uh, this week. This game was one of the huge hits from the old dreamcast um so uh fantasy star online 2 is finally here like 20 years later this is also xbox one x enhanced uh we have la mulana on the 17th la mulana 2 rbi baseball 20 came out on the 17th so don't know when we'll be seeing baseball next but at least you can play it right yeah um explosive jake came out on the 18th red death came out on the 18th oh my gosh what is this game it uh first thing i looked at when i saw both of these games was if they were xbox one x enhanced so Explosive Jake, we talked about this one last week, and I was saying it looked like Tutankhamen. Yeah. Old arcadey games from like a billion years ago. And uh, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, the graphics on some of these just uh, make me wonder. Anyway, and we have Thunderpaw on the 18th, TT, Isle of Man 2 on the 19th. Uh, it came out today, Xbox One X Enhanced, and then. The Secret Order, Shadow Breach, comes out on the 20th, and then Doom Eternal on the 20th, along with Doom 64. Yep. So that is uh, it for the week. I think, uh, what, 
probably the Doom game, uh, TT Isle of Man, and Fantasy Star, probably the Shiny Pennies. Maybe the baseball game, too. No, not the baseball game. No, okay. <laughs> but uh, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. And if anybody's wondering, hey, didn't they say this last week? Yes, that's yes. because we were recorded late last week, and this list for this week was out, so we gave it to you ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Then uh, games with gold for the month of March. We have Batman: The Enemy Within from Telltale. This is a complete season, and it's interesting. So this now has a fifteen dollar price on it. Or weren't these like ten or fifteen dollars each, or something? Each episode, I think at least ten dollars. Or no, or was it five? No, it was like five dollars an episode. I don't remember. Yeah, and if I remember right, Batman: The Enemy Within that had that was one of the long ones, so it went up above like five or six episodes. Anyway, then we have uh, brand new for the month. We have Shante Half Genie Hero. This is going through mid-April, and then backwards compatibility. Uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 has left the scene and we have Sonic Generations 2 which is picking up the second half of March and then uh, I bet Brun picks that up yeah Sonic yeah he likes Sonic yeah Sonic's cool cool. All right, uh, if you make any purchase on Amazon make sure to use our affiliate link you can find that on our Facebook group and on our website doesn't cost you anything extra, but it's a great way to support the show. If you're an iTunes user, find us on there. Give us a five-star rating to boost us in the rankings over there. And then thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music that we use in the show. And I believe that's it for episode 552. You have anything nope. else? Nope. All right. All right, we'll take it out then. This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week, episode 553. I'm Mark A.K. Wingman709, taking off.